God gave you these gifts for a reason, and it's really meant for you to serve others in in the work that you do. That's Adrian Richardson, and you are listening to Sister Grow Your Business, the podcast dedicated to helping you. Yes, you, the female Christian entrepreneur, helping you start and grow your business God's way. There are biblical principles that are foundational to building a profitable business, a business that inspires the next generation. So this is for you. My name is Brian Dixon. I am your marketing mentor and business coach. I run a book club called the Business Builder Book Club, Business Growth Academy, which is our series of courses and training to help you start and grow your business. And then also I do one-on-one coaching, clarity coaching, which you can learn more about by going to my website, briandixon.com. I'm really honored that you're here and I know that you're in for a treat with this conversation with Adrian. Adrian is somebody that I've looked up to for quite a while online. It's it's really fun to see Christians that are just thriving in their industry and they're leading with excellence. I think it's really important that we as believers lead with excellence. We can talk about Jesus, of course, but I think the first conversation that we have in our industry is not about Christ, but it's about the excellence that we bring to the industry. It's about our good works that we do, right? The Bible says, let your good works shine before all men so that they see those good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And I honestly, I just can't think of a better example than Adrian Richardson in terms of the excellence that she brings to the marketplace, specifically in the world of paid social media and Facebook ads. So I know that you're in for a treat in today's conversation conversation. Please welcome Adrian. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm I'm really excited to talk with you. But for those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about you, about your business and about who you serve. Yeah. So I own a digital marketing agency specializing in Facebook and Instagram ads. I started this business about eight years ago and uh, just been growing ever since. And most people that I serve, I have two different audiences. I have the agency side of my business where we actually manage ads for seven, eight, and nine-figure companies. And then I have the education side of my business where I get to serve the smaller business owner that's not at the level yet where they can hire an agency. And that's the education side where they teach them how to do it themselves. So mostly service providers, professionals, thought leaders. I don't do any e-commerce or brick and mortar ads. So it's mainly, again, focused on like that online business owner that has some kind of professional skill or, or service. Which one do you like better? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> which baby, which, which is your favorite child? <laughs> yeah. So the small business owner, I love to teach. Like I love nothing more than just like getting in front of an audience and pouring into them and just like helping them like get all the goodness out of my brain into their businesses. Mm. So I really get fed like at a soul level, very personally from the education side. Yeah. But from the agency side, what I love about that is we do really big, really cool things. And so that's like the excitement. This is fun. Let's like go crazy with it versus the other side is a little bit more personally fulfilling. That's right. That's yeah. a perfect answer. <laughs> I love it. And and I think it's so important, you know, many of the people listening teach stuff and and they want to write a book or they have a book already or they have an online course. There's something really fun about still keeping your hands a little dirty and actually be actually doing the work and actually being in the yeah. business, right? Yeah, I think that kind of is what keeps me at a competitive level and yeah. that's what a lot of people say they appreciate about me when they come learn from me is they're like you're still doing this every single day. Like you've got your hands in it. You know what's going on out there. I'm managing huge budgets. 
And so I have a lot, you know, a vast level of experience. And so I think that's one of the things my audience really appreciates is that I'm not just like telling them what to do, but I'm actually not doing it actively. And um, that has definitely kept me competitive. Amazing. So you've been doing this for a while, like in internet years, like that's a, that's a long time. Yeah. So what's one? I feel like we have like dog years is every, is add seven years. I feel like internet years, you've got to add like you got to multiply it by like three or four. I feel like a hundred percent. It's like, it's, it's a whole, it's a different world. I know a lot of people that try to get started in the internet, you know, doing an on, online business, they may have had success in a, in a traditional job. And it's just, it's just a different skill set being able to do it online. Right. Yep. Totally different. I mm. agree. So what's, yep. what's one habit method routine that's helped you maintain that level of success, get to where you are. So this was hard for me to come up with because I felt like I kind of had two and I don't know if I have time to share both, but I'll tell you that one of the things that has really helped me be successful is that no matter how hard things get, no matter what's going on in my personal life, business, no matter what it is, I never stop moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of colleagues where when things get hard, they'll kind of (laughs) disappear. Like, I'll be messaging them. They'll disappear for a couple of weeks. I don't hear from them. I'm like, how are you running a business when you've literally just like fallen off the face of the earth? And so even when things have gotten hard, I just still look at what is the the minimum amount I can do and show up for my business so that I keep moving things forward. Because I think it's a lot harder to regain momentum later mm-hmm. if you, you know, than it is to just keep moving forward in small steps. Um so that is probably a really big part of my success is that I just keep showing up no matter what, right? Yep. And then the one other thing is I have a belief that there isn't any problem that I can't solve because number one, God works all things out for the good, for good, right? And I truly, truly believe that. And so anytime an obstacle comes my way, I, first of all, like I said, I believe all things work out for good. So this is solvable and it's going to be figured out. God has either given me the skills or the wisdom or whatever to figure this out, or he has put someone in my life Mm -hmm. that can help me solve this problem. And so because I just truly believe that God works all things out for good, I have the ability to solve this or someone I know can solve this. I have this strong belief that there isn't any problem I can't solve. And so I think that those two things of always showing up and just believing that that everything is solvable um, has led to a lot of the success in my business. That's amazing. There is something that's really tempting as an online entrepreneur of posturing, of 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 hiding when things aren't going well, and and of maybe like even hiding some of the the work that it takes, and 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 not being humble enough to say, does anyone else has, have this problem, or has anyone else figured this out? I know, I know. For me, I, I I still use Kajabi. I love Kajabi, and anytime I face a uh, a Kajabi issue, I I just go to the Facebook group and I just ask. And people have already solved that problem, but I have to be humble enough to kind of put myself out there to be like, I can't figure this out. Does anyone else know? I agree, and I think that sometimes in the online space, people are afraid to not look like they have all the answers or like have it all together. And that is one thing that I have very intentionally done is created a small group of people that I trust and that are super smart, smarter than me or in other areas. Right. And I ask questions all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is, uh, that has been very beneficial. So I agree with you, like being able to just humble yourself and ask the question and not worry about like, what are people going to think about me or how is this going to make me look, you know, like Mm -hmm. 
just get the answer. <laughs> That's so good, Adrian. So what would you say to the female Christian entrepreneur out there who's either just getting started or, or she's sort of struggling along? Like what's something that you might recommend she stop doing? Um, I would say stop believing that the only way you can have success is to do it exactly the way that someone else did it. Um, I tell my clients all the time that there are people out there who have methods that work really, really well. And what you should do when you're learning from them is take everything that makes sense to you, applies to you, fits your offer, fits your beliefs, fits fits the way you want to run your business, and then let the rest of it go. And I know even I did this when I first got started, you look at someone who's ahead of you, right? And you're like, Ooh, I want my business to look like that. So I'm just, if I just do everything that that person did exactly the way they did it, right. I'll end up with the same result. And what ends up happening is number one, we don't end up with the same result. And number two, we create a business that doesn't exactly fit us, our family, our lifestyle, whatever. And so I think if I had learned way earlier on, and I can tell you that my peers think the same thing, that if earlier on they had looked at their, everybody they're learning from and said, this makes sense, this makes sense, this makes sense, it fits me and my offer, I'm going to do that. But the rest of it, I'm going to let go. It's kind of like what I do when I read a book, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you might not agree with everything the author says, but you just take the things that apply to you and you just let the other things go. Yep. One of the smartest things, widest things, Julie, my wife ever said to me was Tim Ferriss doesn't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get it? Yes. Because yes. I was geeking out on four hour body and four hour work week and four hour chef and all these things and yeah. all this hyper productivity stuff. And I was like, and Tim says this and Tim says this. And finally she cut me off and she's like, Tim Ferriss doesn't have kids. And so what I'm taking away from what you just said is like, you have to process it through your life, through your family filter in order for you to be successful. You don't want to create a business that's going to kill your family. Right. And I think what also I know for sure my female peers fall into is we are all in different chapters of our life. Like I have teenagers right now. Mm. And if I tried to do the things right now with teenagers that I tried to do them when I had infants or toddlers it would have destroyed my family, Mm -hmm. right? Like I can travel a lot more now. My 16 year old son does not care if I'm home or not. Like peace, mom, see ya. You know what I'm saying? But like when he was four, that really had an impact on him. And so I think we get um, stuck in this comparison of like, oh, well, I need to be doing what she's doing or I have to do it that way. But they don't realize either that woman doesn't have a child yet or they're at different ages or whether she's married or she's single or all the things so the season of life that we're in, how we run our business, things we do in our business may change from season to season, and it doesn't have to look like everyone else. Mm, love it. Same page, my friend. So what's yeah. one Bible verse or biblical principle that has helped you or encouraged you along the way? So I have a Bible verse that it's on my website. It, I keep it everywhere. And it's, I am there. I've always, my entire life's since I was 14 years old and old enough to have a job, I have loved to work. And I don't, I always wondered like, why did God put this drive and this passion in me? And first Peter 4.10 says, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And that speaks to me so much because I've always had this huge drive to have an impact on others and serve others and help others. But I didn't realize that. I just thought I always loved to work. Like, I'm a worker. I love to work. I loved it. 
And I never really thought about why do I have that passion so much? And it isn't so much that I love to work. It's that I love to serve others. And I like this verse because it reminds us that God has given us the gifts that he has given us. They're not really just for us. They're to share with others. And women in business, especially, I feel like need to be reminded of this because they can often feel like scared to sell what they have or feel unsure about, or like this just comes so naturally to me. I'm going to charge people money for this. Like, and so that verse just reminds me like God gave you these gifts for a reason. And it's really meant for you to serve others in, in the work that you do. So, mm, That's that that. a really good reminder. And, and you put it in a bunch of places too. Yeah. Why did, why did you do that? Um, partly uh, it, to remind me, yeah. number two, to, to, um, be representative of who I am mm-hmm. and my business isn't a Christian, uh, forward facing business. Meaning like, I don't only work with Christian business owners. I don't, you know, I do share a little bit about my personal faith, but I've always been the kind of person where I have used the ability to build relationship and influence others as my opportunity to share the gospel with people. I wish I had, I have some really good friends um, and, and you know, some of them that are like super evangelistic, like goat street ministry, like all kinds of things. And God has never put that in me. Mm. And I, again, thought for a while that it was like um, a problem until I realized like, that's just not how God wired me. And I kind of, I kind of like come in the back door So I've put that verse on my website, but it's like not in your face. As soon as you arrive, it's kind of just a little bit like, Hey, (laughs) yes, like it's telling the world who I am and what I believe without slapping them in the face with it. And they're either going to see that and go, Oh, I don't want anything to do with this girl. Or they're going to be like, they're going to love it. Or they're going to be like, Oh, that's cool. Right. That's right. Um, but either way, I just feel like I don't I won't have the opportunity to impact others and share the gospel with them if everybody who comes into my program is Christian, right? That's right. And some people are called to do that. They're yep. called to serve the Christians and feed them and, and sharpen each other, right? But I, I just don't feel like that's where I'm called to be. I think that really is a balance that that many people have or, or a tension that many people struggle with is, do I just serve Christians as a Christian? Do I try to make my marketplace a ministry? Like my, my brand is a ministry or do I hide it? And like, you know, not sure when to talk about it. I love the balance that, that you've struck. And, and just frankly, one of the challenges of having this show is I'll know somebody from online. Like we've known each other online for a while, right? We see each other's stuff and I'm like, is she, or isn't she, you know, like not for you, <laughs> but like, like for people, yeah. right. That's just, that's just a balance of like, and how, you know, they'll know our, we're Christians by our love, right? They'll know yeah. we're Christians by the way that we show up. They'll know we're Christians by the way that we do excellent work. And so that's always my challenge to, to those listening, like just do good work because we're attracted to clarity. And if you have clarity about what you believe, people are going to decide to work with you or not. What's, what's your perspective on that, Adrian? Yeah, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. I have, um, I believe that how we talk and how we act and how we show up in the world is going to say way more to a lot of people and get their attention. Yep. And I have had, I remember I was in an event, an event once and I have not like in this event, there was probably a hundred business owners there who I've coached them with Facebook, but we've never gone beyond that. Right. I've never shared my personal views or anything. And we were at this event and people were talking about what they do, um, uh, like meditating and all these other things. Yep. And they have like this 
mindset routine and all this stuff. And then they were asking each of us leaders what our, our, um, our like daily ritual was or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't have one. And then someone in the audience piped up and they go, well, of course you have one. You pray every day, don't you? And I was like, you're right. I do. And I was like, how did they know that about me? Because I've never like had openly talked about that. But I think that that was a really good example of the way that I show up, the way that I talk. There must have been something I said, something people caught on that there was something different about me. At least, you know, that person did. That's right. And I I thought that was really cool. Um, And that meant a lot to me just hearing them say that. Just a quick second to tell you about a free resource that's going to help you get clarity as you seek to start and grow your business. It's called the One Page Business Blueprint, and I'm going to give it to you for free. You just go to briandixon.com slash blueprint to download it today. One of the things I love about you is, is your mindset. I've, I actually went through one of your programs recently. I loved it. it. Really high quality training. Can you, is there a mindset tip you have for us? Or like, tell us a little bit about your mindset, especially when it comes to growing a business and running a business. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. When I first started learning about like mindset stuff early on, I was like, oh, I'm not into that woo-woo stuff, right? Like, I was like, that's too woo-woo and out there for me. But the more I looked into it and the more I actually started hearing what some people were teaching, I was like, that's in the Bible. Like they got that idea from the Bible. Like it just started like making a lot of sense to me. And so there's, again, there's things I take that align with my beliefs and some that do not. And so there are um, one thing that, uh, so I want to share two things. One thing is that the old saying, I did not make this up. And that is what we focus on grows, Right. And so every time I'm struggling or I start to go in that negative thought pattern, I just have to keep reminding myself. I'll even put like a sticky on my computer sometimes and say, what you focus on grows, change what you're focusing on, right? And so that's something I'm always aware of. But when I get stuck in, um, I had a really, really challenging um, thing happen in my life. Major unexpected transition happened about two years ago. And all of those thoughts, right? They start coming in your head. And really what happens is your thoughts get out of control. And so one thing that I do a lot that is really helpful is when I'm having those thoughts that are causing me stress, anxiety, worry, whatever, I actually physically say to myself, stop. And then I say, what is the truth? And I don't care if I have to say that to myself a hundred times, every time throughout the day, if my thoughts start to go to a place that is creating a worse situation for me. I just keep trying to take myself back to saying, stop, what is the truth? And because the truth, most of the times what we're saying to ourselves, it's not true, right? Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the end of me. If this doesn't work out, I'm going to lose my business. If if I don't figure this out, my kid is never going to pass high school. You know, like we can go down those places. And so I just try I find that if I can just keep bringing myself back to the truth, and like I said, I might have to do it 40 times in a day if I'm really struggling, but that moves me out of that place the fastest where I don't sit um, in a negative thought pattern or in a really negative place for long because I I just keep reminding myself of what the truth is. And and the truth is that God works all things out for good, Mm -hmm. right? Like I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. Like there's certain things that I just keep reminding myself of the truth. And that is really what helps me to keep my mindset strong. Mm, I love it. It it reminds me actually, because I mentioned him before. So I kind of threw him under the bus. So bringing him back, 
one thing I learned from Tim Ferriss is the idea that uh, when you you chase down those negative thoughts, you just write it down. And, and his whole point is like, what's the worst that could happen? Okay, you lose your what? What's the worst that could happen? You lose this, you lose that. Like, and you get to it and you realize that your safety net is so strong. Like even if your whole business, Facebook banned you as an advertiser, we've worked yeah. through it. You yep. know, right? There's always a solution. There's always this. I got kicked <laughs> off of Instagram for 30 days. They put me in Instagram jail. I'm like, you know what? It didn't, it didn't kill anything. Like it was fine. Yeah. You know, we figured it out. So I think writing that down and just saying like, what, what would this lead to? What would this lead to? What does this lead to? And you just look at it and you go, that's not that bad. Right. Yeah. Did you have and a even, mindset and tip? It's not that bad. And what are the chances of that even happening? That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. I, I talked to a dad, a, a, you know, our, our kids are friends. And so we were talking last night and he, he's in like nerdy bank world. And he said, they're, they're running like these gamification, like simulation exercises of like worst case, what if scenarios, mm -hmm. that's his job. And so right. it's like, if, if this thing happened and everybody pulled out their money today, can we handle it? If, if everyone, uh, he actually said, if everybody prepaid their mortgage today at the whole bank, could we handle it? And it's like, okay, it's It's a game. Like, let's figure that out. Like what happens if your Facebook advertising was shut down? Like what would happen to your business? Like write that down. And maybe there's an opportunity inside of that challenge. Yeah, for sure. I mean, every single client that I've ever had or every person I've ever coached that got their ad account shut down, even though it was very stressful in the beginning, every one of them will say it actually made their business better because it forced them to look at other solutions and not be so reliant on just one thing. Mm -hmm. And it actually helped their business become better. So I, I have a personal also just belief. And, and again, these are not my own individual beliefs, but it's true for me that every obstacle is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And if you really believe that every obstacle is an opportunity. Instead of you going down the trail of, oh my gosh, this is terrible. This is the worst thing that can happen. You'll look at what are the things that good that could come from this. I always joke with my husband. I tell him I'm not playing the what if game because my husband goes to the negative side when something goes bad. And I immediately go to like what it could be and what the positive thing. And so I always tell him, I'm not playing your what if game. Like <laughs> That's great. <laughs> because yeah, that could happen, but this could happen too. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's a, that's a good marriage tip too. And my wife is the same way where she's like, okay, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I'm like, but what about this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so being able to process that can be really helpful, but I, sometimes I have to have yeah. a bit of a thick skin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. So you have clients you work with, you have coaching clients, you have students that take your programs. You, you have a very interesting uh, purview, right? It's almost like air traffic control. You get to see a lot of the planes and a lot of what's going on. So agent, from your perspective, where do you see opportunity right now uh, when it comes to starting a business, growing a business, like any recommendations, especially for those that are a little stuck, maybe they want to pivot, maybe they want to give up. Where do you see opportunity? I see the most opportunity right now in, um, showing up in a very personal connected way because companies, consumers are changing a little bit in their buying behaviors where they really want to connect with companies on a deeper level. And I think that when people can show up as their true authentic self, and, and I hate that, like, I think so many people play that be authentic, right? And I'm always like, whatever, but like, when you can actually just be you, be um, generous in the gifts that you have, 
no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you're doing, and you connect with your audience, like growing your business one person at a time is okay, right? And and yes, we want to amplify it and make it grow more. But I can tell you that if you do right and serve people and show up and um, really connect with people one person at a time, it will start to snowball. And then that thing will just take off. And and the the and so no matter where you're at, the opportunity is that people want to connect more than ever. We think we're connected because we have social media, but the truth is is that so many people are feeling unheard and unseen and unvalued. And if you can connect with your audience in a way that makes them feel seen, feel heard, and feel valued, then I think that's the biggest opportunity. Companies for a long time have kind of kept like emotions and very personal things separate. Um, and, and there's in, depending on your business, that might be right for you or not. But I just think that getting back to the fact that like that email address on your list is a human being who has dreams and hopes and fears and maybe family and all the things. And when we can connect with people on a more personal level, I think that will radically grow your business as you continue to get momentum. That's amazing. To just add on to that a little bit, when when we decide to invest our certificates of appreciation, our dollars into a company, we're we're aligning with their vision and their values of what the world could look like. And yes. people are more cognizant of that now. So when we say this is what I stand, uh, I say stand up, stand on, stand for, and stand against. So when you're clear yes. on what you stand on, you stand up for and you stand against, and people say, Me too they're more likely to do business with you because yes. they want to see your vision of the world become true. Yes, absolutely. And I've always viewed myself as a conduit that allows people to, to reach more people and make a bigger impact, right? Like the skill that I have is behind the scenes, right? Like I'm back here working all the things and I'm the conduit that allows these business owners to reach more people, have more impact. And um, I think that that is for me, such a gift that I can align with people who I want to help them increase their reach, increase their impact. And so when you're doing that same thing, you're putting that message out there that's connecting with people in that way, just like you said, I think it's so brilliant. They, you will attract people who align with that and they want to go. I have some people who will sign up for everything I do, buy everything I do, no matter what, because we're just so in alignment that they're like, I'm in for everything. Right. And so I think that's a huge opportunity for people. And what fun it is to do business with people like that. Yeah, for sure. So great. All right, Adrian, you know, I could, I could talk to you all day. Where can people learn more about you? Uh, if they just go to my website, it's wearepowerplay.com. You can find out stuff on there about done for you, about coaching, you know, education, all the things. So just going to my website is the best place to connect. Amazing. And last question, would you be willing to pray for our listeners today? Yeah, absolutely. I'd be honored. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just, um, first of all, want to thank you so much for the opportunity that every woman listening has in front of them. And I pray that you would make it so clear to them what they are called to do, who they are meant to connect with and impact. And I pray that they would go forward with that with so much boldness and do it even if they're scared, Lord. And I pray that you would just be right there by their side, encouraging them and and filling them as they take these steps that sometimes feel a little scary, Lord, that you would remind them of um, 
your the, your love for them, your unconditional love for them, Lord, and to help them uh, make an impact in this world and, and glorify you through all of that. And so, Lord, I just pray that the women listening would feel loved and cared for and supported and just walk into whatever doors you have opened for them and not second guess it and not um, fear that step and that um, they would just feel 100% in alignment and supported. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Adrian, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your opportunity to make sure that you do not miss a show as they come out. Also, if you could leave a comment, let me know where you watch the show, where you're based, what your business is. I'd love to get to know you a little bit more, see how I can help you move your business forward. Thanks again.